you've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? It's Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Truly appreciate each and every one of y'all tuning in. Oh, man, truly appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. Man, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's a blessing. Um, truly do appreciate everybody who listens, tunes in. And, uh, man, I do this for y'all. I'm trying to just kick a little knowledge. I really do it so my kids can listen to it in the future if they ever wonder looking back. You know what I mean? Because life happens quickly. I can die tomorrow. I could die tonight. Never know. I could be dead already and I could be uh, living an illusion. For all that I know, I could be living a dream. And this is the closest thing to reality that I do know. For those that do think about the... Uh, what is that simulation theory or whatever? I guess I, I guess you call it for the think we could all be living in a simulation. I mean, it doesn't seem far off. We could all be Mario characters just believing that we are in real life, but literally characters in the video game, which would be funny because we do play the Sims. And what if the Sims really thought that they were real and doing their own things? And that could go all into free will. We're not getting onto that, man. Back to reality. What's up, Bob Dog in attendance? Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. There we go, folks. It's going down, going down. All right, man. Woo, combat car on attendance. No, um, that was a trip. I went over with my daughter, and we went over, and uh, we went over to my buddy's. Oh, we tried to go to a pumpkin patch. Shout out my boy Ken Dog. I got to get him out here. Um, He's like a first-generation American, so that's my road dog right there. He had never been to the pumpkin patch. So I was like, what's up? I'm, I'm going, you know, whole little, little family thing. We're going to go down to the pumpkin patch. Um, it was expensive. So we were actually going to avoid it because it was $25 a person. Yes, $25 a person. You ain't even got the pumpkin yet. But it's an experience if it's your first time. I believe that they have a haunted hayride there that probably costs extra and everything else. There is a corn maze. I think that might be for free, but... Um, it's an interesting time, you know what I mean? And he's a first generation American. He had never been to the pumpkin patch. So I was like, come on, roll with us. We'll go down there. Blah, blah, blah. Thought it was going to go down. Um, as soon as I picked my daughter, he's coming out. He's got a further drive than me. So as soon as he's like, I'm close, I'm about 20 minutes out. I'm like, cool, go to pick up my daughter. Boom. Hear this. Just hear thunder. I'm like, oh no. Here, boom, another hit of thunder before I could get out the front door. I'm like, oh, it's going down. Go outside, see the black clouds coming over the mountain. It just starts storming. My lady's time, I said 30% chance. It was storming, man. It's just dropping rain. I mean, huge drops coming through. They end up closing down the pumpkin patch as we're pulling up. They're closing down the lane of entry. It was all bad, all bad, all bad. We end up not going. Go to his house, mounted a TV, got that to popping. Um, next thing I know, Man, then we're watching some little Toys R Us, uh, not Toys R Us, Toy Story thing. And it was just like a little short, but there was a Combat Carl. We were like, who is Combat Carl? Now, this Combat Carl was, you know, of the African-American or darker color. Um, we'll just say a darker toned action figure. And I was like, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Like the name kind of rang a bell, but I was like, Combat Carl can't really. I don't I don't know where I, I don't think I've seen that guy before. You know, we'll just go with that. And, uh, so we're going on, you know, watch it at his house. And then I get back to my crib, uh, maybe the next day I'm chilling with my daughter and we're watching the original, um, OG toy story. Cause she really likes toy story. 
very first Toy Story, there's a combat Carl, and it's a a white action figure. Um, let's just say light complected, and he literally has a strap. I let's say it's probably like a what are the M eighty. He has like an M80 firecracker taped to his back, the little combat Carl, and he's about to be blown up by Sid. I think he did get blown up. I don't really remember, but I just remember showing my buddy the video, and that's a combat Carl. So combat Carl is from the first episode of Toy Story. Um, I guess he got different editions of it. No problem there. I'm totally with that. I got G.I. Joe's, you know what I mean? G.I. Joe came from in all types of forms, especially Scuba Steve. I actually did have a Scuba Steve. Um, he was actually on, what was that, Action Now or something, um, Kablam or whatever it was on maybe Nickelodeon or something. Uh, no, Cartoon Network. I think it was Adult Swim. That's bringing it back in the day. Whoop, 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 whoop. Let's bring it back to reality. Oh, man, it's going down. Thursday Night Football just ended. Um, once again, hope everybody's in good health. Thursday night football looks like most people got through healthy. Um, I do wish that upon everybody just, you know, health is the main thing. That's why I do my careers in safety. So I do spend my time in safety. I'm passionate about safety. I really care about it. It's a big thing to me. Um, I am focused on making people safer at my job. I mean, that's, it's, it's a blessing. It's an amazing blessing to be in that position i do have a hell of a lot of other responsibilities that i have to do as far as being responsible for all the drivers all their credentials and those types of things it's intense with that being said um shit back to reality work work is work is crazy it's um i'm in the management game and i mean change is difficult that's all that i can say but i do enjoy difficult tasks so i really don't mind it i I like pounding it into people's heads like come on man the safety guy we just got to do this you got to do that just ask you nicely like this is how we got to do it and i did have that issue today when i was walking out of the building even though i'm off the clock so i'm kind of working for free there's one of the dock workers standing there smoking a cigarette literally within six his face is within six inches of a no smoking sign so i just had to speak to him like hey man i just gotta ask you as a safety guy like the smoking sign literally like right there, like you're standing right in front of it. So just like be careful right there. Got to ask that you move to the smoking area. No problem. I'm gone. So with that being said, I had to, you know, that's my job. That's how I got to enforce things. And with that being said, I don't think he'll do it again. And I just truly appreciate it because I've been interacting with that guy before. And it's just I just have to enforce the rules in a respectful manner. And that's my job. I'm just doing it for everybody. And that's how that goes. Hate to be the guy, but, hey, I'm here to burst some bubbles. You know what I mean? I'm not really tripping on it. With that being said, I did want to talk about some other things, um, especially UFC 280, man. That's going to be huge, man. Let's go. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. This is possibly the most stacked UFC card in history, and I've been watching UFC for a long time. I know that there are a lot of stacked cards in history, but this this is a tough one, man. This this card's worth every penny, if it's especially. Man, I don't know how much it's going to be worth, but gosh, man, this card is going to be popping. Um, it's going to be insane, especially starting with the the main fight is going to be Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makhachev. Um, it's going to be an interesting duel. You know, what I mean, is uh, Islam new face in the game, but coming down from Khabib. Uh, for those that don't follow UFC, I'll try to break it down real simple. 
Khabib recently retired, like, I don't know, 20 and 0, something like that, maybe 29 and 0, 19 and 0, I don't know, but he was beating all the top guys. His dad passed away. He fought one last fight and said that he's not fighting again. He stepped back. This was, you know, his training homie that just hit the UFC. This dude's been smashing everybody. Pretty sure he's undefeated. No, he's got knocked out. I remember watching him get knocked out one time. So he's definitely lost before, but he's been smashing everybody. So he gets his shot at the title. Um, Charles said in the press conference that Islam only got this fight because he's connected to uh, Khabib. And they want Khabib to come back for one last fight. And this is the way that they do it, by getting Charles to smash uh, Islam. But looking at the odds, it's not believed, man. Islam is minus 190, while Charles is plus 160. For those that don't understand what that means, I'm going to tell you what I know what it means, you know, what I believe it means. And I have lived in Vegas for a while, but I didn't really play too many sports books. I did after that time, so I'm pretty sure I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but... If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I apologize. But 99% sure. Islam Makhshev is minus 190. So in order to win $100, you would have to bet $190 um, to win 100 That's what that means. That means that he is favored. So Islam, even though he doesn't have the resume that Charles has when it comes to defeating name brand opponents, Islam just been smashing people, and they believe that his style will... Slice through Charles is basically what they're saying because he's in minus 190. That puts Charles at a plus 160. So if you bet $100, you're walking away with $260. You get plus 160. So Charles, the champion, we're going to call him the champion, even though for those that don't understand, there's a controversy going on with his last fight. He was one pound over. You know what? He's not the champion because he came one pound over. Whether it's a scale or not, you got to make weight. That is part of being a professional. So he did get stripped of the title, but respectfully he is a champion but technically he's not he got it you know he didn't make weight especially when you come to those title fights you got to make weight i do believe that he'll make weight you know this time around if if he hasn't already i saw him on the scale it said 10 hours before weighing he's already making weight so i'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing because you could definitely start putting it back on in the meantime so you have to keep him at that weight or or less that's not too good but we'll see what's crack lacking um i guess maintaining weight is probably easier than losing weight it's just a mindset mindset game you got to stay solid islam i don't think he really has too many weight issues and the interesting thing about this one if i had to pick i'm gonna put my money on charles just because of his resume and i would like to see him win so i do know that goes into it but islam he just hasn't shown it to me he really hasn't he hasn't beat that name fighter over and over like uh charles has Alexander Volkanovsky is the backup fighter. I know there was a little debate with him and Benil Dariush, but it's beneficial. Alexander Volkanovsky is the backup fighter in case something were to happen. Um, Alex Volkanovsky wants to fight for the title. I believe he's been promised the next fight already for whoever does win the title, but I believe Charles said he wants to fight as well, but he wants to fight for Alexander's belt, so he wants to drop down weight. We'll see what happens. He's got to get through Islam first. See what happens um, two days away. That is going to be wild. Come on, man. I cannot wait for that one. Second fight on the on the um, card that's going to be wild as well, Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw. For those that don't know, TJ Dillashaw is coming off the huge controversy. Uh, steroid is not even really a controversy. He came out, said it openly. It was, you know, he dealt with his, he did his time, did his suspension, dealt with everything he got, got stripped. TJ Dillashaw. Um, is plus 150 
you know, that's surprising to me because I believe he's going to smash Aljamain. Um, personally, I would put all my money on TJ. If it was a money fight and I got everything, I'm putting it TJ Dillashaw. That's my bet of the card. I'm going for that. And he's not favored. I mean, I would have to take him. Aljamain Sterling um, coming off two performances against Peter Yawn. The first one was a DQ where he got hit with a, what was it? I believe it was a knee to the head while he had a hand on the ground. So he was, you know, says he got a concussion, not going to question it. That's a, you know what I mean? Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Um, he was definitely not willing to continue. So he got the championship by default, came back and won a controversial decision over Peter Yawn. So Aljamain Sterling is currently the, what is he? Bantamweight champion, I believe. Yep, bantamweight champion. So Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw. I'm putting my money on Dillashaw. Aljamain minus 175, TJ Dillashaw plus 150. So if you put 100 bucks on it, you're walking away with 250. Put 1,000 bucks on it, you do the math, you're walking away caked up. Um, Peter Yan, another bantamweight title, uh, bantamweight fight right underneath um, where Aljamain just had that controversial two fights with Peter Yan. Peter Yan lost the last one, lost both of them by a decision basically. And um, he's fighting the Sugar Show. This is a very interesting fight. Very interesting fight because uh, Peter Yan, very solid. This dude's a warrior. He's got the heart of a lion. He's proven it. He's out there. He deserves to be champion. Um, with that being said, Aljamain did control his back during the fight. And, you know, I, I give my hats off to Aljamain. Aljamain is the champion, but Peter Yan has the talent, the skills, everything required to be the champion. He just ran into Aljamain Sterling two nights in a row. Um, well, back-to-back fights. With that being said, Peter Yan minus 265. So I don't think too many people are going to bet for him because that's, I mean, you got to bet a lot to get to make a little versus Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean's been coming off some very beautiful performances. With that being said, he did have that weak link where he hurt his foot and just gave up completely. Sugar Sean is plus 225. Just, I think this is based off resume. Peter Yawn, I'd put my money on if I have to make my choices. So my choice is going to be Oliveira, TJ Dillashaw, Peter Yawn, and uh, we'll go on from there. But Peter Yawn, I would definitely take. Um, not betting wise, if I had, you know, if I had a hundred bucks, I put it on Sean, Sugar Sean with those betting odds. I mean, plus two twenty five is not a bad decision. I'd put a hundred bucks all, on him all day. He has the power to stop Peter Yawn in his tracks. We saw what a uh, what is Sugar O'Malley did do? Was it Chris Weidman or Weedman? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Weidman, but he just stopped him in his tracks. So no doubt, Sugar Sean O'Malley had the power. But with that being said, Peter Yan has a resume. That dude is a troop. I mean, he's a champion. He has the heart of a champion. He's been the champion, and that dude can do it. Next fight: Benil Dariush versus uh, Gamrat. I'm not really sure how to pronounce his first name. Matazum Gamrat. Oh, it's hard for me to bet against Benil. I think Benil Dariush is a, is just a stud. And in the fight game, this dude is there. Doesn't matter who he's going to fight. He's always down. Looking at the fight, I really wanted to pick him. He's plus 160, so he is the underdog. I was wondering how they came up with that decision because Benil's just been nothing but stop. I mean, he wins. He wins, wins, wins against great you know competition. Gamrot, while he's coming up, the decision maker, and he's a minus 190. 
The big difference is Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa did beat Darius with a second round, I believe, with a rear naked choke, if I remember correctly, while Gamrot beat him. I believe it was by decision. Um, I could be wrong on that one, but I do remember that he Gam, uh, Gamrot beat Chiesa. So I do understand Chiesa beat Darius. Gamrot beat Chiesa. Gamrot's the favorite. All right, we'll give him that. So I took him. I took him at the minus 190, even though my heart really wants to go with Benilla Darius because he is my favorite of the two fighters. But I do see where they're coming from when I really look at the track record, even though I do believe that Benilla has definitely stepped his game up since that Kiesa fight. And Benilla can very easily win that fight. Um, very easily. So I believe, you know, same odds as a main event, but I believe Charles Oliveira should win that fight. But Neil, I don't believe should win his fight. So with that being said, I don't mind putting all my money on Charles either. Charles Oliveira. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, baby. Um, with that being said, last fight uh, that I'm going to talk about on that card is, uh, Balil Muhammad versus Sean Brady. This is going to be one hell of a fight. Um, it's and it's not very spoken about right now. I believe it's even on the undercard. That's how I, I mean this thing is stacked. These dudes can actually be a co-main event on most cards, and they're way down, I believe, on the prelims. Um, man, it's hard for me to pick, but I I got to pick Balil Muhammad. I understand that Sean Brady is like fifteen and zero, hasn't lost yet. Balil Muhammad, I know that he's. Lost three, I believe, but it was a while back. He even avenged one of his losses, and he's been on a tear. I do think he's fought better competition. Not saying Sean Brady can't step up, but he just has a lot more decisions. Uh, Balil Muhammad, I believe he's going to get in, dominate wrestling-wise, and we'll see because Sean Brady's built like a tank. I mean, he's just short, stout, and he's ready to smash as well. With that being said, that fight card is going to be nuts. Um, October 22nd is coming up this weekend. This Saturday is going to be wild. UFC 280, super excited. With that being said, UFC Strike, this is jumping into the NFT games. Um, back, to, back to the UFC. For those that don't know, I do enjoy UFC. I love UFC. I've been you know in karate tournaments since I was five years old. It's been my life for a long time. Not saying that I watch it as much as a lot of the people currently, you know, a lot of your spokespeople on it and stuff. But, hey, I love it. It is the reason why I work out every day. It is, you know, I grew up in martial arts. So, hey, I love it. Big shout out. I hope everybody goes healthy, leaves that event healthy, and we're going to see some badass fights. So I do recommend whether you like UFC, don't like UFC. If you haven't seen UFC before, it's just a fight. It's um. A test of, you know, test of your skills. It's not about trying to kill this guy, trying to kill that guy. Some people are about that. You do see it in the training room where people are literally out there to intentionally hurt you. Typically, they don't make it this far, but there are a couple of the psychopaths that do. Um, I mean that in a good way. I'm probably one of y'all, so I'm not even judging. Um, I just don't go in and get diagnosed. With that being said, UFC strike is going to be nuts. Um, I'm fully invested. I mean, fully invested, like who just dropped like 400 and I dropped it in the wrong damn place. I should have got, oh man, I should have got that Michael Chandler moment when he was kicking what's his face in the face, but I didn't get it. So UFC strike, I am fully invested in this. This is a dope little challenge that they just released today. 
you have to pick a side. If you think Charles Oliveira is going to win, you got to own these moments. If you think Islam's going to win, you got to own these moments. Whoever wins, you get to get the fandom moment, but you got to own the three different moments for each one. Um, puts me in a bind because I need each one of them. I'm missing like a hundred dollar moment. It's like, oh, come on, pain in the ass. I got to pick one for a hundred bucks and hopefully I hit. But with that being said, might end up selling one of my NFL all day moments, but I'm going to get back to that here in a minute. UFC Strike is definitely worth checking out. Um, I typically, I honestly love it. It's one of the dapper wallet. If you're familiar with NF, uh, NBA Top Shot or NFL All Day, you already know what I'm talking about. Rogue Bunnies as well. That's an NFT project with the Playboy Bunnies. Um, that's worth checking out. Not really sure what's going to happen with that, but I did win some cards from them. And, oh, man, that's a bunch of hot chicks. So, you know, I'm, I got nothing against it. Um, y'all can call that sexist if you want, but... Hey, I'm I'm I got nothing against Chip and Dills either. I hope y'all go sponsor it because I am not trying to. But big shout out. With that being said, if y'all is hiring, y'all can holler at me. I will go ahead and do my thing. You know what I mean? Got a pole? I can definitely hold my own body weight. You know what I'm talking about? I'll do a flag. Let, let me let me jump. Let me jump. UFC Strike. Got to check it out, folks. Fully invested in that one. Love it. Love it. NBA uh, Top Shot. Um. Uh, that's where it all started. That's all because of OMG quads. If you all haven't heard me say it before, that's 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 my buddy. That's my guy. Um, that's my dapper buddy for sure. We play a lot of poker together. But with that being said, NBA Top Shot, I did enter two challenges. I will be you know getting a couple of the challenges this week. So I do play a little bit in the NBA Top Shot. Not very much. I know they just released a new roadmap. For those that don't know, it's kind of like the blueprints for what they plan to do this next season. Um that's what NFT projects do. Um, I didn't hear much feedback, just a whole lot of burning and typical stuff. But I have been jumping into some NBA Top Shot poker where like $20 moments, you put it up and you play for it. That was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Um, that's NBA Top Shot, so that's, that's a beautiful thing. NFL all day. Oh, man, I do got to give myself a round of applause. I know some people may not be proud of it, but I finally hit 60 yards. On the weekly challenge thing, that was difficult for me. I had to spend a little bit of money in that end. You know what I mean? Over a hundred bucks for sure. Um, I'll get the three star pack. So I get the one star pack, two star pack, and the three star pack. I mean, they go up to like five stars. So there's some real ones. There's some people that hit a hundred yards. I don't know how y'all do it, but you just spend a lot of money, and or you have in the past. And man, I'm I have a decent collection, but nothing. I mean, there's there's definitely people that smash on me. With that being said, um, there's people that have more V Friends Volume Two than I probably do. Top Shot moments, um, man. I, I I'm not hating either. I congratulate. I love what y'all are doing. Just keep supporting that man, Gary V, and what he's doing. Definitely want to give a shout out to him just because I went by Toys R Us. For those that don't know, Toys R Us is back. What's up? Let's go. <laughs> Toys R Us is back. They're inside of Macy's. Um, at least around the United States. I don't know about the rest of the world, but. Toys R Us, it did get permanently closed around here, at least most of the facilities. It did get opened back up um, as part of Macy's now, and Gary V just launched his toys out of there. I did have to swing by and grab me a couple of them. Love it. I got the uh, Gratitude Gorilla and Be the Bigger Person. Um, I just thought that they spoke volumes to me, myself, and the boxes were undamaged. So I went ahead and copped those, keep those in pristine condition. Love everything about V-Friends. I got the Uno cards. I used to have a V-Friend Volume 2, but I had to sell it when my lady left. And I had to feed my son. So 
that was a very unfortunate time. I was definitely very stoked to finally have another V-Frame Volume 2, but that went away. But, you know, good things on the horizon. I'll definitely get back there one day. Plus, I don't really care about the V-Frames Volume 2 because I'm going to get a V-Frame 1 one day. That's the goal. I will get there one day. Y'all can laugh at me now, but it's okay because I'll laugh back with you. <laughs> All right. With that being said, um, yes, definitely check that out. V-Frame Collectibles. I say you grab them. I think that they're the future um, Beanie Babies, but the internet ain't going to kill them. You know what I mean? Because they're built on this thing. NFT projects, I love them. Back to NFL all day. Um, NFL all day, I kind of speak my part on that, but I did want to say something that I did hear. There's an NFT project, and I apologize for not doing my research and looking at it, but I did just see a clip saying that an NFT project purchased, purchased a Super Bowl ad for their NFT game. Super excited to see what comes out of that. That means the Super Bowl is getting NFTs. It's getting there. It's definitely blowing up. With that being said, DraftKings plus Sup Ducks equals Sly Crocs. I did per- pick up a Sly Croc. Um, I'm super stoked with that dude. I actually made it my wallpaper when my phone's closed. Um, I didn't get a ticket this week, which kind of bums me because I picked up the Sly Croc after Mint. I didn't get paid till Friday, so I had to wait. You know what I mean? They came out on Wednesday or yeah, they came out on Wednesday by Thursday. They just distributed tickets. If you got your ticket, you were in by Friday. I bought mine and no ticket. Can't play with them this week. They didn't send out no ticket, so I can't play with them, but I'm thankful. See what uh, Sly Crocs comes up with in the future. I do actually enjoy the art. I like those little Crocs. And um, for those that don't know, I'm, I've been messing with a Croc NFT project uh crypto croc club i believe is the name of the project i truly apologize apologize for not remembering it but i haven't really been on discord very much and i don't play poker with them anymore because they play through some weird ass io and i don't like browser poker i just like the apps that i can jump on real quick with that being said DraftKings, sub ducks um i'm fully invested in the rainmakers um nft little cards that they have through there that you then play weekly kind of like fantasy football with the packs of cards or the cards you bought individually. I want to buy the packs because you can get a bunch of trash and it's better off to just buy the, the cards individually. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but it's better than wasting $90 on a pack. Um, how do I know? Don't ask. I just did it again recently and it is a fresh battle wound. So buy the motherfuckers individually unless it's like your first pack you get for free. So just jump on that one, get a free pack from DraftKings Rainmakers. With that free pack, you can even start jumping into competitions. From there, you spend ten bu- or twenty bucks, I think. Is it nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine for um, Superstar? And you'll get one Superstar for your team. That's de- I think it's nine ninety nine. So for ten bucks, you get like a Superstar for your team. I got Devonte Adams, definitely a huge upgrade. Since then, I picked up like Christian McCaffrey. I've picked up. Uh, Debo Samuel, I've picked up, you know, quite a few people. I've definitely invested some money in there. I've got three lineups, and I think that one's going to definitely fail because I have Kadarius Tony, who looks like he's going to remain out, and Baker Mayfield, who doesn't look like he's coming back. And if he does, no, I don't think he is. I think he's coming back, and he's going to be backup. So he's going to come back and not play. So those two lineups, I got I got, I to figure out something with that lineup. I could probably pick somebody up since I got payday coming up, and that'll probably get me, you know, pick up somebody to just complete that lineup for them. I'm missing individuals. Um, with that being said, I did see that Elijah Moore requested a trade, 
wishing he'd go to Green Bay, but if you're requesting a trade after like two days or two weeks of bad games, kind of a little drama, a little too much drama, I don't think Green Bay will pick you up. Unfortunate. Um, if we pick up Kadarius Tony, I think he has more upside than Randall Cobb, even though he spent like 12 of his 24 games that he's been available on the sidelines due to injuries. So with that being said, his upside is one hell of an upside. Kind of like Percy Harvin, for those that remember him. He played with uh, Miami, no, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, NFT collectibles. The only thing I can say on that, if you don't know about it already, is uh, some people will say you're legit living in a digital world, you know what I mean, not real life. Tell you some crazy things. I did get a T-shirt, some actual in real life. Showed up to my door just randomly because I own a Crypto.com Conor McGregor NFT. So I did just get a random T-shirt in the mail. I've also received like a poster from them. I received a couple things from them now. So that's kind of paying off. I have a couple in real life things. I've got a hoodie around here. I've got a hat somewhere. I've got a couple different things that I've won in poker tournaments. Definitely some actual money. But I definitely made some money, you know, off the NFT game. Um, in real life collectibles, I definitely have a few. Like I said, my V friends I've been picking up. I do pick up a pop figure here and there. Not too often just because they take up a lot of room. But I do have a couple. With that being said, um, NFTs to me are just team investments. When I start thinking like that. So when I start betting, like when I dump money into UFC Strike, for example, I think I dumped almost 400 bucks the other day just because it got freed up out of my Coinbase and I just invested it there. Probably a dumb decision, but we'll see depending on what UFC Strike does. I do believe it was a good decision because UFC is international and I believe it's only growing. And I think the idea of NFT smart contracts and the way that their you know, ability to track them down and just see how many you hold for these different challenges and reward you and different things like that, I think it'll do nothing but enhance, improve, and as people learn about them, I think more people will jump on board. So I think that the NFT world is just team investments, and I'm investing in that team. The Dapper wallet has done fairly well. They've definitely had their flaws, a whole lot of them, um, from the distribution issues, from payments, all the way to packs being scrambled up and sending too many good moments out in the first couple packs. I mean, it's just been wild. They definitely put a lot of refunds out and not really sure what for. We just know that we were cheated in some way, shape, or form. But we just take that money, keep it pushing, and hope that it all gets better because I do understand when things, especially when they're newer like this, things happen. And I do appreciate that they typically try to make it back to us and, you know, reward the community for staying true to them. So much love to the Dapper team. Truly appreciate everything they've done. Gary V, everything he's done. If you all don't know about Gary V, um, check him out on YouTube. Everything he does, motivational, you know, experiences that, I've experienced just from listening to him and driving down the road on the freeway while playing a poker tournament and just wilding out and winning money while listening to Gary V. I mean, it's it's life, man. I love life. I'm so thankful. Thankful for each and every one of y'all. Um, with that being said, I do have a community poker tournament. For those that don't know, I have a poker tournament every Saturday on Club GG. Y'all can download the app. I'm not sure who plays poker. If you don't know how to play poker, it's really easy. Everybody can play it, men, women, children. Everybody can play poker once you actually learn it. It's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of like playing chess just with cards. You can always bluff and you can always go all in. Everybody has a chance. Just get an ace, go all in. Maybe you win. Forget it. Maybe not. 
Um, that's one way to play, and that'll get you at least on the board. And then you'll understand you're trying to make pairs, you're trying to make this, trying to make that. And then you start going into betting and range. And the most important thing is position to me. Um, half the time, I cannot even look at my cards. If I'm in a position, I'm going to bet it a certain way. But that's giving up too many secrets because some of my enemies at the table be listening to my stuff and they're trying to get little tricks. So I'm not even going to say no more because, man, it's going down. And I can say that because I'm in a secret little tournament thing for the World Series of Poker. But I don't think it's the World Series of Poker no more. I think it's like some Millie tournament. But either way, $60 a month and we're all playing for a couple months. And then winner gets to go off to some Las Vegas thing, airfare, top two, motel, boom, airfare, motel. Las Vegas going down. That's what I'm talking about. With that being said, I've been doing damn good in that series. Um, I, I think I have a double-digit lead now when it comes to points. I think you get like 10 points if you win, 9 points or 7 points for second. And this kind of breaks down that way. There's 10 of us, I believe. Maybe 9 of us. I'm not really sure. Didn't really do the math. But either way, I'm, I'm kind of whooping ass in that one. But I'm not bragging. Still have a long way to go. Knock on wood. Definitely did knock on wood too. So, Knocked on the woody. Um, with that being said, poker, man. I love poker. I've been spending a lot of time playing poker. I do have a community poker tournament coming up because I do host a tournament every Saturday. But for Halloween, I wanted to have something extra. We'll see, you know, how many people actually donate prizes. I know, you know, big shout out to my homegirl Slammer, man. She's like my Discord wife, basically, man. I, I love her. She's my biggest supporter, biggest fan. I love everything she does. I've watched her grow just as a poker player to a straight killer assassin, you know, me and her one or two on the first tournament for that world series of poker secret tournament. I mean, I love everything about that person. Um, I mean, I, she can identify as a toaster tomorrow. I do not care. I'm a lover. So that goes out to almost everybody in my discord family. I mean, everybody in my real life family too. And everybody knows it. Cause man, anything you need, if you need the shirt off my back, there you go here. You can have my draws too. It don't, don't matter to me. Like, I'm going to make it either way. Everybody can laugh at me. As long as you feel good, you're comfortable, you're warm, I'm going to make it. I'm the human cockroach, I'm telling you. They they, they told me that. You know what I mean? I, they just know. Put me in any situation, I'm going to survive it. Not only that, I'm going to come out thriving. I'm going to come out with a big old smile, and it's going to be going down. Um, Poker, community tournament, that's going to be coming up. Um, What is it? 28th, I believe it is. But uh, whatever the next Saturday is, that one's going to be coming up. If anybody wants to donate any prizes, just hit me. Any of the DMs, hit me. Let me know what you want to send and what wallet you need. I got crypto, ETH. I got dapper wallets. I got all the wallets. Man, if I don't have it, I'll figure it out just so we can get it to the people. All prizes are donated. You know, there's not anything that will be donated that's to me. There is no house fee or anything. Everything's going. I'm actually putting in my own NFTs. So I'm just trying to give out more and more and more. That's the name of the game. I love each and every one of y'all. Truly appreciate it. And I'm just trying to give back. There was a little poker controversy. I'm going to end with this. But for those that don't know, in the World Series of Poker, um, or in the poker world, there's this fella, one of the best, especially of my generation, Phil Ivey. Phil Ivey was caught in a little cheating accusation. But, you know, it's, it's, it's up to discussion, which is why I wanted to kind of bring it up because I was having, I, you know, I threw it around a little bit today. Guess he was going to casino requesting to play a certain game with a certain deck of cards at a certain limit. Casino, no problem. We'll, we'll play. It's all, all, it's all provided by casino. You're playing by our rules. Let's play. Boom. He's smashing the casino, taking him out. Come to find out, I guess the eight and the nine were, had a misprint on the sword. So the sword was a little different. The cut was a little different. And something on the cards were 
he can see that the eight and nines, which ones they were. And in the game of poker, eight and nines are pretty important. So that being said, he extorted them, got a lot of money, ended up getting busted at some point. I'm not really sure how he ended up getting caught, but you know, the, the casino wants to press charge and kind of, you know, they, they're, they're, they're looking for some type of, uh, repercussions, I guess we'll say. But at the same time, Phil Ivey played by the rules. He played with their stuff. It wasn't on him. That was all their mistake. He just so happened to notice it and took advantage of it and made a bunch of money off it. So what's going to happen from there? Not really sure. Um, is that cheating? Is that not cheating? I don't really know. The bigger question is if, and for Americans, you'll understand because you'll know what 401ks are, but I think everybody understands and everybody's under the same understanding that putting money into stock market is gambling. I mean, we can all kind of agree. You can lose some money. You can make some money. Definitely when the market crashes, everybody lose some money. So to me and most people that I've asked, stock market is gambling. So with that being said, how does a Christian person have a 401k that is built around the stock market and consider themselves a holy person? Just wondering because being a Christian, you're not supposed to gamble. So with that being said, I'll leave you with that. It's always something. Got to twist your mind. Love y'all. Truly appreciate everybody for listening. Bob Dog checking in with you, and I'm out. Gone. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one...